We already, each of us can probably think of countless times when we stepped up, when we were of service, when we made a difference. And oh, by the way, I learned something. I got something out of it. I'm better at doing XYZ as a result. It's just how it works. We grow when we do that kind of thing. Welcome to Be More, a podcast by Pecan. This is where everyone at an organization can hear different and meaningful perspectives on how we can all thrive in this ever-changing and constantly evolving world of work. I'm your host, Patrick Cornoyer. Julie Winkle Giulioni has spent her entire career focused on helping people thrive and grow. For the past 10 years, she has worked with some of the largest organizations in the world to champion meaningful workplace growth and development. Julie co-authored a book titled Help Them Grow or Watch Them Go, Career Conversations Employees Want, and she is just about to launch a new book focused on what a highly meaningful career looks like. Today, we talk about how career development has changed from being equated to job titles and specific positions to a much more dynamic and meaningful experience focused on what employees really want. Julie is wonderful, and I am sure you are going to enjoy listening to her perspective over the next 30 minutes. Julie, thank you for joining the conversation today. Oh, thank you, Patrick. I've been looking forward to it. I have too. And as we do with every episode, I really like for the audience to learn a little bit about you uh, from your voice. So if you could start us out with a couple of minutes on who you are, a little bit about your career journey, because we're going to be talking about career journeys today. So I think a good place to start is hearing a little bit about how your journey has unfolded and the passion for the work that you do, where it comes from, and just a bit more about you. Absolutely. Happy to. So I've been in the learning and development field from the get-go. My very first job when I was 16 years old was teaching modeling and charm to children. And I, I frequently joke that I haven't come very far and kind of still just teaching us all how to, how we need to get along. But I progressed through kind of traditional educational fields, the high school teaching experience that I parlayed into a department chair and professorship at a local university before going back into industry in learning and development roles. And so I had uh, the opportunity to work in several different organizations as training managers. And then ultimately, what really I think has, has framed so much of the work that I do was when I went to work for Zenger Miller at the time. It's now, it became a chief global and now part of Corn Ferry. But I cut my consulting teeth there and ultimately was the director of product development. And so I led the teams that built learning programs that are used throughout the world even today that focus on supervision and management and leadership. And uh, about 20 years ago, I traded the illusion of security for the illusion of freedom and went out on my own and have continued to work in the learning field, working with organizations to develop 
programs that change behavior and support uh, leadership effectiveness. And I had the good fortune about nine years ago to co-author Help Them Grow or Watch Them Go, Career Conversations Employees Need and Organizations, or Employees Want and Organizations Need. I guess we both, everybody needs and wants them all. But I had the opportunity to co-author that with Beverly Kay and delve really, really deeply into career development, which is a huge passion of mine. When I look back on my career, you know, there's nothing special about me. I'm not the, you know, the sharpest knife in the the shed. I you know, sure work hard. But when I look back and I connect the dots, so much of it came from leaders who believed in me, who saw something in me, who created the conditions for me to grow. And so a lot of the work that I have done has just naturally gravitated around paying that forward and, and helping leaders today think differently about how to engage and develop their folks uh, in a way that can optimize the potential of, of everyone with whom they work. Thank you for that. And also, I 100% agree with you about the fact that having amazing leaders that create the opportunity, the space, get to know you as a person, what drives you, where your ambitions come from, and really help you with your path and your journey are very important leaders with not only within organizations, but for people, for those individual connections within our individual career journeys. We had a lot of conversations about mentoring in the last season and the conversations around how important the mentoring relationship is. But this conversation is a bit different because this is about growth within organizations and Thank you for bringing up the book because the book is amazing. As you said, uh, help them grow or watch them go, which is an amazing title, by the way. Very, very appropriate uh, career conversations employees want. And Bev Beverly Kay uh, is going to be a guest on the podcast uh, within a couple of weeks. So I am super excited that we get to have both of you and I'm sure talk more about the book with her as well. But the audience today, I'm sure is struggling with the idea of how do we build really effective careers for our employees. We know that employees need, it's not even just that they want, they need to have individualized paths to truly see what their futures are at organizations today. They want to know what the future is going to be like. And if anything right now, the future is incredibly unknown. It has been incredibly unknown for for the past, we'll say, two years. And organizations are going on a journey of their own. They're figuring out new ways of approaching the employee experience, new ways of integrating employees' wants, needs, and, and having employees be a part of the decision process going forward. So I'm very interested to hear your perspective on meaningful careers. You have this perspective around characteristics, these seven characteristics around meaningful careers. And I think a good place to start this conversation is historically, and I'm sure many people listening today, uh, historically, we've always equated career development, career progression with job titles and positions. I was just having a conversation with a friend of mine the other day who 
is really struggling with deciding to take a role because the job title isn't what he thinks it should be. But the career path is incredible and is really struggling with. And I feel for him because I think a lot of people are in that place. But really, that's not working anymore. This concept of career development being directly associated or being validated, solely validated by a job title or a position just doesn't seem the way for the future. So what are your thoughts on that? Yeah, you've described it it beautifully, Patrick. It's just not today's reality. You know, when you look at organizational shifts for years, we've seen downsizing and right-sizing and, you know, all of those things. We've seen the delayering of the mid-levels of management. We've seen boomers, you know, having the audacity to not just live longer, but to work longer and occupy the squares on the org chart. And so, you know, for folks in the workplace, it looks like there's a reduced, you know, number of open spaces on the playing field, you know, and the ladder that we've all thought about was never a ladder, you know, that would have been an even flow up. It's a pyramid that's quickly becoming a pinhead, you know, for many uh, organizations. And so there are organizational shifts that have changed the landscape and what's possible relative to careers vis-a-vis roles. But then, you know, there's kind of the inner landscape and our relationship with work that's changed as well. The average tenure now is about four years in a job, as opposed to the cradle to grave approach that so many of our parents, you know, lived through. What does career even mean when you're somewhere for four years? Or when you're going to change jobs 12 times over the course of your work life. And, you know, the whole gig economy, it's not just an economy, it's a mindset that many of us have internalized. And so, and so when you look at these two kind of factors conspiring, it it really has created some tension, confusion, and, and dissatisfaction, disengagement. And I think it's contributing in part to the great resignation. Part of the reason people are leaving is to find what's not being fulfilled in their their career needs in the current organization. And it's just the strangest thing, Patrick, everywhere I go, you know, regardless whether it's, you know, Russia or Lithuania or Brazil or, you know, the U.S., the word career is almost like a trigger and it it hijacks the brain and just takes us to that ladder, despite the fact we know, like intellectually, we know that's not what's working, but it's like this deep, you know, inner voice, this ingrained expectation that we can't deliver on. And so, you know, all of that, I think, is really coming together to give us a great opportunity, give organizations and leaders a great opportunity to hit the pause button and step back and say, wait, what is a career today? You know, what do we mean by career? And it doesn't have to just be linked to that title. And in fact, you know, done field research over the last 10 years that has really opened up the definition for me and for others. So let's talk a little bit about how organizations can look at careers for the future. I loved how you just said around this shift from a pyramid to a pinhead in in a lot of ways that's that's a very 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 relevant visualization of of what is happening in in the workplace and 
this trigger idea around careers. And the word career comes with a lot of pressure. It's that I do agree with you on this like triggering aspect of saying, well, what do you want for your career? I've been asked that many, many times in my life. Heavy. What do you want for your career? And I'm like, oh my gosh, like that's a loaded question. That's so hard to answer because I don't know what I want for my career. I know it feels right for now. I know it inspires me, right? But I don't know what I, my career, if you would have, and I tell this to people, if you would have asked me 10 years ago, would you be living in Copenhagen, Denmark, working for a software company, leading, building out the customer experience? I would have told that person that they were crazy. I would, I never saw that as part of my career journey, but it became part of my journey and it was amazing. And it's probably one of the most poignant parts of my career journey. But I didn't know that 10 years ago. I didn't know that seven years ago, right? A year before I was doing it, I didn't know that that was going to be there. So how do you suggest organizations think about this? Because that is a that is a hard question to ask people. And I bet you that question gets asked every single day by many, many leaders with all good intentions. Absolutely. Absolutely. The best of intentions. You know, uh, and I love right along with what do you want from your career? I love where do you see yourself in three to five years? (laughs) You know, that's the other one. It's the corporate equivalent of what do you want to be when you grow up? Yeah, it's true. And, you know, I want to be a doctor. I want to be a lawyer. I I want it to be an elevator operator, but we'll save that for another conversation. But the whole notion of being really takes us down this very limited path around how we think about careers. You know, traditionally, we've thought the career is the role, the title, the the position, and then career development is the promotion to that next one. And so we've been, you know, for decades, we've been measuring success against this artificial yardstick of what they call me at any given time in my working life. And careers, you know, as you described, careers are bigger than that. You know, it was the experience of living in Copenhagen, working for a software company, and all of those other points that come together. And so if we as leaders and organizations, if we can expand our view of what careers are, we can dramatically expand what's possible in terms of helping people develop them. Um, And the research that I've done, I'm really clear that beyond and between and besides those promotions and moves and positions, there are incredible opportunities to help people grow in ways that they are going to find more interesting than even climbing the corporate ladder. The problem is you know, just to like totally dumb it down. If you go to a restaurant and all that's on the menu is a, a burger, that's what you're going to order. We've only been serving up burgers so far. But if we can expand the definition of career development, and I've got some thoughts on that, if we expand the definition, then suddenly the menu is bigger. We've got more to, to draw upon. And so that's the opportunity right now is, you know, whether it's expanding the menu or giving a bigger palette so people can paint richer canvases. It's time to get away from our limited definition and expand that. So how do we how do we expand the menu? I'm so glad you asked that, Patrick. <laughs> <laughs> 
So over the last 10 years or so, as I've worked in this space, I've taken every opportunity when I do keynotes or training or whatever, to ask people, what does career mean to you? Because we don't think about that. You know, typically we just default to, okay, I'm going to be the, you know, whatever of whatever. And it's just been such a rich set of conversations, right? Thousands of these conversations. And folks normally start at a place of, well, career is about, you know, a vehicle that helps me take care of myself and my family. You know, that makes sense. Obviously, you know, we work in part to be able to pay the bills and keep the lights on, but then they really quickly go pretty deep. You know, and I have heard people talk about what career means is a place to go where I'm making a difference day in and day out, where I have a chance to grow over the course of my whole life, where I'm part of a community and there are meaningful relationships that surround me, where I am able to really get a sense of deep confidence, profound sense of what I'm good at and the feelings that come with that. They talk about, you know, wanting challenges, wanting to stretch themselves and see where the edge is and how far they can go, how close to the edge they can get. They talk about happiness and meaning and contentness and the ability to, you know, have influence. And over the last 10 years or so of having these conversations, these kind of recurring themes found themselves bucketing themselves for my purposes into some different categories that speak to this expanded definition. So climbing the corporate ladder is clearly, you know, one dimension of that. But in my newest book, what I am introducing is the multidimensional career framework that introduces seven other ways that we can grow, seven other dimensions of our career. And they include contribution, competence, connection, confidence, challenge, contentment, choice. And then there's the climb as well, which gratefully has a C because that was what was required to complete the model. And so that's what the new menu is. That's what the expanded menu is. And the thing that just blew me away, I knew that these were viable dimensions that people might be interested in, but how valuable, like really, when you laid those out on the menu, well, what are people going to really choose to take away? And so we did some research. We did a global validation study of 750 people and just asked them, rank these eight things. Just rank them in terms of what's most interesting, what's least interesting, what's in the middle. And the results came back in a way that it couldn't have been more surprising or paint a more hopeful picture for managers and leaders. In aggregate, the number one most interesting dimension was contribution. The number eight or least interesting dimension was the climb of the corporate ladder. I could, if I put my thumb on the scale, I couldn't have influenced that. Uh, it's true. And it's, that's, that is incredibly inspiring. I know. Right? Because, and so such a glimpse into what could be when it comes to meaningful career and conversations around meaningful careers and shifting this stress mindset about climbing the quote unquote corporate ladder. So I'm incredibly intrigued. So we have these seven C's, eight C's, if we consider the climb, but these, you know, characteristics, these seven characteristics. So looking at these dimensions, 
how are you without giving away too much because i'm sure a lot of this is in the book but how do you help organizations start thinking about let's redirect our focus areas and let's start thinking about these very meaningful characteristics from the voice of validated by employees like validated by by people in the workplace that that are are thinking and and, and experiencing career growth how do you approach organizations and help organizations with changing their mindset well you know it really comes down to education more than anything we've fallen into a habit because we had a hammer that was the promotion how we wanted to to define careers and career development and we need to educate folks and and help them understand the broader framework and offer some tools for being able to execute on them and the truth is you know when you think about any of those dimensions you know contribution for instance just because it was so high on the scale we already, each of us can probably think of countless times when we stepped up and we were of service, when we made a difference. And oh, by the way, I learned something. I got something out of it. I'm better at doing XYZ as a result. It's just how it works. We grow when we do that kind of thing. So the key is how can we be intentional? about it. So it's not just accidental. It's a, you know, a happy byproduct. How can we, if someone really is interested in contribution, how can a manager and the employee sit down on the front end of that conversation and say, okay, if you're going to step up, if you're going to do this, you want to make a difference, then what do you want to grow in the process? What do you want to develop? How do you want to be different on the other side? Let's be intentional about it. So as you're giving, you're also getting in terms of your own development. So it's a little bit of a a mindset shift toward greater intentionality to ensure that as folks are going to do the things they're probably already doing in the workplace, you know, folks are stepping up to challenges all the time. I mean, you think about stretch assignment is thrown out day in and day out, but are we doing it in a way that helps people grow? So if we can be intentional about that, then these kinds of activities that folks are engaged in that are happening in the workflow, so it's not like extra and above and on top of and on the weekend and on their off hours that they have none of, we can incorporate development right into the workflow efficiently and you know create a real culture of development around us. So you talked a little bit about managers and leaders within organizations and how important they are in this process, right? There are programs, obviously, and, and organizational level strategies around growth and career development. However, a lot of that sits on the shoulders of leaders, managers, frontline leaders and managers, because they're the ones who have the most, hopefully, have the most meaningful and connected relationships with their teams. Managers and leaders are the ones that are, again, hopefully understanding what is inspiring their the members of their team, trying to help them with finding what their next step in their journey may be. How do you feel managers are equipped today to really f- effectively drive career conversations with their teams? Well, if you look at the level of satisfaction employees experience around career development, I would say their level of equipment is not great, yeah. unfortunately. And it's 
it's honestly, it's not their fault in many cases. Leaders don't get a lot of really good help with this. They get tools, you know, organizations, HR departments have been brilliant, you know, trying to make this as easy as possible for managers. So they created the forms and the, the systems and the, the processes, and those are all important. And yet, that's not how people grow. You know, they grow day in and day out through these ongoing conversations that we haven't really helped managers do very effectively. I think the other thing is that managers have been conditioned to think that career development needs to look a certain a certain way. And, you know, like that one or two hour conversation once a year where, you know, Patrick, like you were saying, you know, you're plotting out your career in that heavy way for the next 12 months. And again, I didn't get a whole lot of development out of those once a year conversations. It was those one-offs, the checking in, the helping me unpack what I learned, somebody being there to, to pick me up when the experiment failed and I needed to think about what did I learn out of that. So what we need to do is help managers understand that career development doesn't have to be that big, heavy process. Of course, you, we want to comply with organizational you know, systems and whatnot. You need that for work force management, succession planning, and that kind of thing. But the development can be a much lighter touch exerted over time to create sort of a a development relationship over time rather than development events Mm -hmm. episodically at times. So we've been talking a lot, Julie, today about how organizations need to. I'm not even going to say can. I honestly think organizations need to reassess the way how they look at building careers. And I'm maybe that isn't even the word to use anymore. Maybe it's their journeys for their employees, but making careers more meaningful and building programs that are truly effective around the needs of em- employees when it comes to what a cr- meaningful career and a career journey looks like. We've also talked about how leaders critically important in this process, struggling right now. Many leaders, very many managers are struggling to figure out the best way to support their teams in individual career paths, conversations. I do have to say many leaders that I've talked to and many organizations that I've talked to as well have made a conscious shift to moving away from event-based career conversations and really focusing on those very meaningful one-on-one conversations and having continuous conversations around what inspires you, what are you doing well, what 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 do you want to try, those stretch opportunities, as you said, Julie, earlier. So I do think that's that is a, a very bright sign that we're shifting the conversation at least to the right type of cadence as opposed to event-based conversations around growth and and development. But one thing we haven't talked too much about is the employee side. And we know that employees want this. We know that these dimensions have changed and that we can look at new dimensions for the future. How do you suggest or how do you see employees being engaged in this process and really being a part of the success of the new future of looking at highly meaningful careers? 
Yeah, yeah. And and the employee is key. I mean, we know employees have to own their careers. Nobody's going to care as much about your career as, as you do, or your mom, maybe, but the two of you in, in concert. And so employees have got to, to own their careers. And for them to do that effectively in today's, given today's landscape, we've got to equip them with this broader definition. We need to help them understand that the climb up the corporate ladder, the promotion, the position, that's just a small part of what we mean when we start talking about career. And here are all of the other parts. And let's work together to figure out which of those are most interesting now, knowing that that's going to be different, you know, possibly tomorrow or next week, just like it's different today than it was, you know, a week ago, perhaps. And so the first thing really has to do with helping employees become familiar with the idea of career, including competence and connection and contentment and and whatnot, and giving them an opportunity to reflect in a, a new way on what their goals would be around those dimensions. And once they become clear, and that, of course, can be supported by managers through dialogue, but once employees start to get clear about that, the beauty of these alternate dimensions is that they're available. They, they, unlike a promotion that's organizationally kind of controlled and sanctioned and, and meted out, there are ways the manager and employee can co-create experiences that are completely within their control to enhance level of confidence or contribution or choice, whatever it might be. So understanding the broader definition figuring out what's most interesting at this particular time, and then employees taking the lead and even reaching out to the the manager and say, hey, I've got some ideas about how I want to build my sense of contentment. You know, do you have a couple of minutes? Can we sit down and talk about it? Is a great way for an employee to take the lead and move their development forward. Just one, one thought on that. We've done quite a bit of research at PECON about understanding key drivers of engagement. And we're able to look at data from a generational perspective in the workplace. And we recently put out this report, which was around employee expectations. And one of the things that was incredibly compelling to me is that millennials and uh, Gen Z in the workplace, growth is one of the main topics that is being discussed. And looking into that a bit more, I'm, I'm not a fan of making sweeping comments about about populations within the workforce. But from this perspective, I think it's relevant because it's quite interesting for organizations to understand how the different generations in, in the workplace are not only experiencing drivers of engagement like growth, but the expectations that come with them. And with millennials and, and Gen Z, which are going to make up a significant portion of our workforce in just a few short years, the connectedness between individual growth plans and opportunity and very clear individual growth, not even careers. I'm going to take the career word out of it, but just growth specific to them and that they can see that they have an individual path is one of the most important things to these generations. And how organizations think today about building a structure and environment and opportunity to be able to provide that 
for these two generations, which are going to make up upwards of 70%, maybe even more of the workplace in just a few short years is so important because if we start thinking about this now and we start making the right decisions and choices now, so in two years, we're ready. I really believe that people are going to make career decisions based off of growth potential, not based off of how much my paycheck is going to be. And I think, Patrick, they already are. Yeah, that's a good point. I think some of of what's going on right now is exactly that. Yes, You are right on. I did some research. It's been a couple of years ago, but I, I believe it would still stand that across the generations, employees believe that helping them grow is one of a manager's key responsibilities. And so I almost wonder, is the opportunity for us to enable managers right now, you know, irrespective of organizational systems, because development's a relationship between the manager and the individual. Is this the time we double down and help managers really dive into the skills that they need to be able to coach and support and enable and and grow their people so that they're ready for Gen Z, for the millennials? And then, you know, the happy byproduct is everybody else gets it too. Exactly. Julie, thank you so much. This amazing conversation, so articulate about your perspectives and the audience. How can they find you? The name of your organization, the firm that you have started and had for almost 10 years, Design Around. But tell us about how uh, the audience can find out more about you. I uh, can be reached through my website, which is juliewinklejulioni.com. And there's lots of, uh, lots of information there. Perfect. We'll make sure that we link that in the blog post for this as well. And Julie, any insight into your next book? You mentioned your next book. Do you know when it's going to be coming out? I'm sure people are, will be interested. Thank you for asking. Yes. It's promotions are so yesterday. <laughs> Perfect. I love that. That's amazing. It kind of says it all. And yet it doesn't say it all because the subtitle is Redefine Career Development, Help Employees Thrive. And it comes out March 8th from ATD Press. Perfect. So just a couple of months away. And we look forward to that. Your previous book, as you said, co-authored with uh, Bev K, Help Them Grow or Watch Them Go, Career Conversations Employees Want. A great read as well. So those in the audience, please take a look at that. Julie, thank you for spending the time with me today. I've enjoyed the conversation and we will be sure to keep in touch because I'm curious to see how this all unfolds and people like you with passion and that are out there helping organizations with a new perspective for the future inspire me. They inspire our audience. So we will keep in touch and thank you for the work that you're doing. Thank you, Patrick. And that was Be More, a podcast by Pecan. Be sure to search for Be More in Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, and Spotify, or anywhere else that you get your podcasts from. And go ahead and subscribe so that you don't miss out on any future conversations. On behalf of the team here at Pecan, thanks for listening.